You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. It's Wednesday afternoon, so it's time for Wayne on Wednesday with Wayne McCurry, who's a portfolio manager at FNB Wealth and Investment in Johannesburg. It's one of those days where it's it's the sort of same old story. I'm just looking at the S&P and the NASDAQ. S&P is slightly higher. NASDAQ futures and the NASDAQ itself up very strongly, again, all-time record yeah. highs. And I suppose that's got something to do with Process and uh, NUSPES doing rather well on the, on the JSE, yes. which seems to be one of the features of the day. Yeah, and also there was a story last night out of America that this um, banning of uh, WeChat mm. is not quite as severe as initially uh, anticipated. I'm not sure of the detail, I will be honest. I haven't looked at the detail, but there was the story that it won't have that much of an effect on 10 cent as what was initially thought. Remember, only about half a percent of Ten cents revenue comes from WeChat in America. It is minuscule. The real problem was that to conduct business with China, you've got to use WeChat because that's this that's the standard within China. To it's it's effectively an email system. Yes, it's it's effectively email in China, business email in China. That although there might be very small revenue coming from the U.S., the volume and the business that goes through that very small. Uh, revenue is 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 massive, but as I said, there seems to be a couple of stories to allay a few fears there, and then there is also was a little bit of warming of U.S.-China relationships. There was a few less Corsic words said by the Trump administration regarding China uh, in the last day or two as well, and I think that's all helped Nasdaq and Process. Well, let's have a look at some results coming out of JSE-listed companies on the Stock Exchange yeah. News Service. It started this morning with um, with a couple, actually. We had Nedbank coming out, Adcock, Ingram, and Bidcorp, yes. all at the same time as the Stock Exchange News Service opened at 7 o'clock. Yes. All three of those. Have you looked at them? Yes, I've looked at all of them. So Nedbank earnings down 70%, and there the big thing was their bad debts provision has jumped from 0.7% to was it 1.8 or 1.9 percent? Yeah. But that is entirely in line with every other big bank, uh, APSA in particular, but Standard Bank as well, that have been reporting. All of their bad debts have um, gone up 200. Bad debt provisions have gone up 200 percent. But as we've spoken about before, new accounting rules, uh, what's IFRS rules, say that even if you think there is the remotest possibility that at some stage into the distant mists of time, yes. a bad a debt might turn bad, you provide now. Even if the person's still paying you, even if there's no arrears. Whereas previously, you only you said if the person's in the arrears for two months, we provide for the whole loan or whatever it used to be. Whereas now, you even got to provide for a possible bad loan, even if the, even if the corporate or the person is entirely 100% up to date with their current payments. Uh, so in, in other words, words, if I go into my bank and well, I'm, I'm keeping up my loan repayments, uh, but I'm looking slightly, you, sh- like, like looking slightly yeah, shabby or looking, looking a bit bodgy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're looking a bit pale there, then <laughs> automatically they'll provide for you. So mm. what that means is, is that hopefully it's right that every bad debt that is going to be incurred in this lockdown phase is provided for in the six months to June. Okay. So next six months, that bad debt provision will reverse massively. So in other words, there won't be a 
1.1% increase in your bad debts provision, there will be a zero increase in your bad debts provision. So in other words, the bad news comes up front because when you look at Nedbank, um, their actual expenses are down 1%. Their, their volume through the business was hardly affected. So it is literally just the bad debts provision. Okay, and despite all the all you said, which is actually quite soothing for investors, the share price down around about five and a half percent. So there was other things yeah. there as well that people didn't like, or they don't understand well, what the, you've just they, explained. Well, well, I suppose they passed the divvy, but that was always going to be anticipated. No big banks paying a divvy now for the six months to June. No one. So the dividend's been shelved, and do you think that's going to change as well? Just like the bad debt provision. Yeah, no, no, six months in six months to December, the divvies will be back in force. All right, then. Um, let's have a look at uh, Adcock Ingram. Is that one that you follow? It uh, looks, yes. looks pretty flat, down down around about 0.3%, I, I think it yeah, is. But the, the, the results were actually quite good. Eh? So they've, they were one of the beneficiaries to a limited extent of the, of the lockdown. People got very worried and concerned and upped their use of pharmaceuticals tremendously. So you can see it in Discam as well. Discam actually did well, even though quite a few of their product lines during full lock- lockdown, they couldn't sell. But Discam actually did well. So I think it's a, the same theme as Discam actually did okay. The other thing, uh, Bidcorp. Now, this is a, this is quite a big story, actually, because the share yes. price on my screen as we pre-record this, 12% up. Why was that? Look, they came out with it. I'm surprised the shares in the shares up. I've got no particular case because they gave us the trading update literally a couple of days ago and the results didn't differ too much from the trading update. Now, Bitcorp is in the eye of the storm because they are effectively a food logistics business and we all know what happened to restaurants and bars and pubs. Yes. You know, so their business was down quite dramatically, but earnings weren't down that much. Eh? They were down about 30% if I remember correctly. But I, I, actually, I actually don't know the reason why the shares gone up so much today to be honest i I don't know no uh, but anyway the the market likes it maybe people were short of it something like that stadio holdings that was that also came out i mean it's not it's not not a big stock but i mean it's in an important area i.e private education and those numbers didn't look too bad to me no they look good i mean earnings earnings were up quite quite nicely revenue was up 15 percent so no i thought those were actually quite good numbers I was I was surprised that they were that good, to be honest. Probably a little t- bit uh, too small for your your clients, though, Wayne. A little bit small, yes. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, what else have we got? You were talking about we resilient. resilient. There we go. Yes. And there's also now, this is this is mm. interesting property company. Yep. And they paid a distribution. It's down thirty percent for the year. Yes. So when you work that out, the distribution for the six months to June was probably down 60% because you assume the first six months was comparable to the previous year. But there's still a divvy, which means their balance sheet's not bad. They're not, they're not desperate to preserve cash. So they made earnings and they paid a dividend, which I think is extremely good. Mm. I think it will be quite encouraging to people owning property shares because remember, not that long ago, property shares were the darlings. They were the best performing sector on the old share index for the previous 20 years, and that's not even adjusting for risk. And we soon found out the folly of that statement because they had gone from, you know, 20 years ago, they were trading at a 50% discount to book value. And then three years ago, they were trading at a 20% premium to book value. 
Do you think they're trying they're to do this? A... Do, 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 sorry to interrupt. Do you think they're doing this in order to try and attract shareholders from other shares that have passed on their dividends or their distribution, rather? Yes. Now, it will be viewed very positively by the market that a property company gave you a distribution for the six months to do. Mm. Okay, very good. What we are getting now, Wayne, is the uh, we're getting to the end of the Northern Hemisphere summer. You'll be looking forward to yeah. next week because that well, officially... Very warm, yeah. There you go. The swimming pool. 26 here today. Mm, you'll be getting your trunks on uh, quite soon. You are not too soon. Not, not, not too far to go now. But more important... Although, although, I, although, although I promise you, I only don my swimming trunks. Yes. And they're clearly not speeders. They are swimming trunks. Good. I'm very pleased to hear that. In the privacy of my own home because I'm not too sure the broader society out there would like to see what I have to show in my swimming trunks. No, exactly. And I'm, I really don't want to think about it, but I'm also... Uh, I'm yeah, not... I'd rather, rather let's, let's, <laughs> let's moving on. <laughs> I'm not ready to be unveiled either. Trust me on this one. Uh, but, but Wayne, the more important thing is, apart from the contents of your trunks, is the... Um... No, no, no. It's not really the contents of the trunks. It's just the the whole the whole package oh that's that's what i was saying okay. wayne we have to stop yeah. talking about this now um we need to talk about the end of the northern hemisphere summer holidays now whether that means it's going to be as dramatic as it usually is in other words the kids will go back to school because lots of kids can't go back to school uh, but what it yeah. what it is does it, it does signal is moving into the month of september which historically is actually, I think, I think it's the worst month on the calendar for, for equity markets. It's not October. October's more dramatic. But yeah. I think September I think, statistically is think, worse. Yeah, I think any time from May, June, July, August, September, October, those are the bad months. Because there's an old saying in investments, mm. sell in May and go away. Yeah, which is a lot of rubbish these days because yeah, it never of, works. It's, yeah. it, no, no. Surprisingly enough, I did a whole study on that once. Mm. And it actually makes it, – it statistically is valid until the year you try and profit from it. Mm. <laughs> and then, then the market will more than likely go through the roof between May and September. If you'd have sold in May and, and uh, it came back next week, you'd be, you'd be very, very surprised <laughs> this year anyway. Uh, okay, so what do you, you think is going to happen as we get into the burrs, as they call them, September, October, November, December? Do you think that uh, the rally will continue, or do you think everything's a little bit skewed no, I, I, because of the health crisis? I'm not, I'm not calling a major correction. I'm not calling a 50%, 40% correction. But the tremendously powerful boost that all of the free money has given to the market is at its end, in my view. Uh, you just cannot continue with this type of rally given the underlying economy. It's just not going to happen. Hmm. That's my view, and I've been wrong, as we've spoken about, for a, a, a couple of months now. Yeah, it does now seem a little bit over-exuberant. I mean, I, I understand the tech yeah, companies, uh, and I see another 1% plus on the, on the NASDAQ. I'm just looking at the futures at the moment, yeah, not, not looking at the cash just, market. It's but astonishing. It, it's unbelievable. In it's fact, if you go back to 2000, March 2000, when the NASDAQ crashed, where did it crash from? It came back from five and a half, six thousand. Yes, it did. I can't remember the actual numbers. It fell 40, well, everything fell 40%. But it's doubled. It's doubled from that previous high. So if you take the old yes, high from where it crashed, it's more than doubled, I think. And if you take yeah. the, this year, I think there's something like 38 times it's made a new high. And we're, we're only into, yeah, no, into look, August. It is astonishing. It is properly astonishing, mm. to say the least. Yeah. Okay, right, Wayne, we'll have to leave it there because it's one of those quiet days, but thanks very much for your time, as always. That's okay, Wayne, Wayne McCurry from FNB Wealth and Investment. That was Wayne on Wednesday.
The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.